0: Dear Diary. We're back! No, we're not. Yes, we are. Are we not? Maybe we are. Ugh, just say it. Dear Diary with the optimist and the antisocial. Alright, guys. Um, welcome to the maiden edition of the Dare Diary podcast. We are so excited to finally get this out there after Yay! this long journey. Um, we also want to express our gratitude for those people that helped us The reception we received for our trailer was amazing. We are so grateful and we're just excited that this is finally out there. Yeah, talking about excitement, yes, we're excited for us to actually have this platform but I want to express use this platform to express uh, our condolence to every single person who's lost a loved one Mm. this past month especially during the lockdown uh, it couldn't have been easy to lose your loved one and not give them the respect they deserve by giving them a befitting burial it couldn't have been easy uh, if you had lost your loved one from COVID uh, the COVID pandemic it could have been from natural causes it could have been from an accident it could be from domestic violence it could be from whatever the cause it could even be from a sad rape cases that we yes, hear oh those that, that are popular and those that, are, that were able to slip through the with cracks without anybody finding out about them God rest your souls and we send you love we send you light we hope God consoles you because it can't be easy and God no, no, no. touches your heart and heals you because you just you did lose a loved one and we send you we send you love we sending you light we sending you all the happiness and we pray that you heal and then you don't uh, suffer a lot of traumatic experience from this particular heart loss amen yeah amen talking about (laughs) upsets uh personally i'm a person who gets upset at a lot of things uh i do you do well a lot of people say that i do get upset at a lot of things but i personally don't think i get upset at a lot of things but there are things that have been happening in the past three months or four months thereabout that would upset any rational human being. Exactly. Like anybody who is sane, anybody who is in touch with their emotions, with their mental health, would get upset at certain things that have been happening uh, this past three four months uh talking about i'm gonna start first of all with the cases of police brutality oh. uh, and then no most times when people hear police brutality they automatically think the hashtag black lives matter movement but i'm talking about in our right in our backyard talking about here in nigeria yeah. how uh, the police have been harassing people the police have been uh, taking the law into their hands basically citing an example of how sars has been hounding a young man with the claim that they are internet fosters now first of all um i want to say that it is not even in the place of SARS to talk to internet mm-hmm. fosters Thank so you. i don't know why you're talking about them i don't know why you're trying to arrest them i don't know why you're hounding them it's not your place second not every single young man with an iphone is an internet froster. Thank you. Some of no, them are OBOs. You know, like some people have fathers who can bankroll their lifestyle, some people work even at a young age. I don't I have yes, a friend. Yes. Yeah, I have a friend who is a blogger, who's making money from it. I have a friend who uh was able to do he did his IT in an oil company, a well known oil company, and he was able to maintain commissions from that particular oil company. And he's making his money. He's bought he bought a car, you know, he has an apartment. And if this kind of person were to be arrested by someone SARS will automatically think that he's a young boy, and it's sad. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. So first of all, I want to uh, I want to uh, applaud the IGP for uh, f- clearly stating the duties of SARS because SARS is a special anti-robbery squad. So everything has to do with robbery. Mm. So it is robbery. It is if it's not robbery, if it's not armed robbery, you have no business doing anything to anybody who has cases of SARS trying to clear up this agreement between a husband and wife who've had cases <laughs> of SARS uh, coming into school and then hounding people come, they came into my school while I was in school mine as well yeah so they would harass boys even girls sometimes boys won't be able to express themselves wear what they want to wear because they are afraid of SARS and it's even different if you are operating within the law and then you treat these people like they're human beings but then you you take away their rights you force them to give you money when even if they don't have you you withhold you detain them uh, unjustly and then you expect them to even respect you but I'm I just want to I just want to um applaud this use of social media with the hashtag n now uh hashtag i love that and then um the igp responding positively that was beautiful so size please stay in your lane let's stay know that in you your are, lane you're you're facing robbery you're trying to stop robbery and stop it in its tracks because yes that is also a crime but that is not a crime that is under your legal jurisdiction well if we're talking about like police brutality i feel like and as much as the ones that is going on in um, nigeria is dehumanizing it is outrageous it is a whole bunch of things i'm just grateful that he has not gotten to the level that it is in in america i mean you you go online or you watch your tv and you see what is going on over there and it's like don't these people understand that these are other human beings like Why would you do this? I'm just, I'm grateful that it has not gotten to that level. Justice for George Floyd, justice for Breonna Taylor, it has been insane. And you know, when it comes to the whole police brutality, I feel like it doesn't get to that level where, it's not always that level where, you know, they are um, just beating people up for no just cause. Mostly, most times, it's about the fees that they that they put especially in times like this where the government will stipulate that you know it's a movement day and you get to some areas the police or the or SARS or if whatever law enforcement agency decides to create a barricade and says oh you have to pay a particular fee before you you pass this place it is outrageous and also talking about the fact that now we i found out that what they do now is in order to get money You know, the curfew is for 10 in Lagos. So they go outside and once they see any car past 10, it's like 10.01. Like almost, even if it's not in one it's just the second size counting. They'll catch you and be like, oh, um, you have to pay a fine. You have to pay the fine. And sometimes it will be way more than what is stipulated there. I feel it's really, really outrageous. It is, it is annoying. Like, why would you do this? why do you take advantage of the fact that you are police officers why do you take i mean we as people should feel safe anytime the police comes around we should be happy like oh yes solution is around but now everybody's apprehensive you see a police officer and you are trying to cover up or wondering okay looking for 20 naira or 100 naira to give to him so he'll leave you alone and that's just wrong yeah i'm talking about uh fees and um uh, unusual levies they inflict on people uh an uncle of ours was actually uh, sharing a story of where he, he actually is around a particular police station and he knows a couple of them and then a particular friend of his who sells cars mm-hmm. gave his uh, car clients cars to like just test run and you know they, anytime you want to buy your car you have to like drive it around and see if it's good enough yes. you know if you like the feel of it and this car wasn't even this young man's car but then the police stopped him because it was 10 5 i think he was on his way back from now, I understand that yes, there are stipulations saying that you shouldn't be out, um, after ten. But then this is ten five, and then he was, he was, um, and, and the young man was driving with his father actually. And then the father, uh, once they were stopped by the police, the father actually took the son's phones and started running because he oh was afraid that they would seize the son's phones and uh, oh. and create charges like. Uh, no. unnecessary charges on on the on the young man and yeah. for the young man and then force him to pay certain fees that he shouldn't even have to pay. You know some minors of, or or regardless of the fact that um he was out by ten. So that was the initial offense and then you know how the police like to do. Uh, once they once they arrest you for a particular thing they look for any other thing they can attach to get you to be, you know, more of a criminal and they are able to get more money from you. So assuming we're actually um uh, if, as mean, we're actually prosecuting the actual people who are committing these crimes, mm. rather than having them go to the police station, the police pays them some kind of, or they pay the police a particular kind of amount, and then they are able to go scot free. I mean, if I know, fine. I'm an internet first All I have to do is settle the police officer with like a 10k or twenty thousand, then I know I'm gonna walk free. Yeah, yes. So <laughs> that that is that is that is upsetting. Another another uh, trend that was upsetting for me for us is the rape trend. Oh, my God. series of rape cases, a series of rape stories that were out, uh, that have been out of uh, the Justice for Uwa, Justice, Justice for, for uh, uh, there are These are uh, ladies that have... the. Def- I, I can't even imagine how, um, how heartbreaking it would have been to their parents. First of all, uh, rape is one of the most defiling crimes in the world because you your right to consent, that person takes it from you and then forces their opinion on you and then uh, you are, you're, first of all, you, 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 you are in that position where you don't even have a choice anymore and then everybody has the right to a choice. One, then they go ahead and then deprive you of your right to life. Yes. I mean, that has to be oh, as God. heartbreaking as it gets for a parent hearing the fact that your child went somewhere to read or and then she loses her life. You understand, or uh, a child who was just in her in her compound and then she uh, in the bathroom in her compound and then she was violated and killed no one even heard anything her younger brother had to go out to try and get look for her and then he saw her body on the floor that it's got to be traumatizing for even the young for man. the child and you know it's it's a, it's a lot the fact that these people a lot of uh, uh, some of the people who are involved in this particular crime has still not been caught it, it shows that there's a uh, there's a uh, uh uh how do I put it now? There is a miss as an absence. There's a lapse in uh, priority. There's a a, a shift in... We we don't prioritize what we should as a country. Because Mm. I get that I get that we as a country, there are people who are suffering or people who are doing this. But then this is something that is happening now. This is something that is happening right now. And Mm. then it is is a pandemic in itself. It is Mm. a pandemic in itself. Because if you want to look at it, if, if I can't be safe in my own compound, I mean, this is my compound. I just want to take my bath. If I can't be safe in my compound, if I can't be safe in the church, where can I be safe? oh my god, like, when it comes to this whole, um, this whole rape cases, the rape cases that have been going on, I feel like, I don't, I don't, everybody has different opinions, but what, what gets to me the most when it comes to these rape cases is the fact that people victim blame, like, why would you do that? Or people say things like, oh, um, the reason why he, he, um, slept with her was because he was intoxicated and it was just one time i don't care if a person was intoxicated i don't care if you were whatever state you were in because even when you're drunk although you know your thoughts might be fuzzy you can still you still have um willpower you still have common sense you know that this thing is wrong so you can't tell me that the alcohol will suddenly bring out something that wasn't there the reason why you raped that person is you're because a rapist. you're a rapist and everybody that has gone through rape don't come and say oh the reason she was raped was because she was wearing a short skirt my friend's roommate was targeted not too long ago sometime this year and this girl dresses she wears jeans trousers under her gowns if it's above her name she uh she also wears like a long sleeve top under those dresses and then she wears her Jelamir on top. If a person can that like that can be targeted, what about like it's not about dressing, it's about the fact that these people are sick, these people need help, these people need Jesus, they need to give their life to Christ, they need to be sanctified because this is not normal. And and people just come out and you're like, oh, okay, the reason why the raped her is because of that. Do not victim blame. And if you're a victim and you're listening to this, d- darling, it is not your fault. You couldn't have done anything. You couldn't that. have done anything to change the fact that that person is the way they are. It's not because you were walking around at that time, because as victims, you tend to say things like, okay, if maybe if I was not there, maybe if I had left the house earlier, maybe if I had gone to take my bath later maybe you know you there's a whole lot of maybes that come around with this situation but it's not your fault it's not you it's not about you it's about that person that needs help basically help because it is not funny it is not a joke it is not oh my god it's just traumatizing and for me oh I don't know about other people, but I feel that when it comes to these rape cases, there should be three punishments. Capital punishment, Three capital punishments. They might say, oh, the optimist is too brutal. That's too brutal. That's savage. I don't care. Rape is savage in itself. So if you can go to that extent, let me say the punishments I feel are befitting these things. One, you, you have to be... Um, one, you have to be... You have the option of being by uh, being um castrated castrated for the women just silly it up i don't know care what it used to silly it up let it be iron rod whatever silly it up so you won't be able to have sexual intercourse ever again find a way for that to happen or death by torture death by torture should be the highest level if you rape a child death by torture nobody's going really to you the judge will just tell you death by torture because this is this is savage you are no longer a human being i do not see you as a human being if you can rape a child so death by torture and i don't mean shoot the person no serious torture boil them in hot oil or something death by torture (laughs) then the third option will be um let me see what would third option be i'm trying to make it um easier on people uh third option would be life sentence but when i say life sentence you know some people's life sentence is is too kind of life sentence no hard labor with capital letters exclamation marks like community service hard really hard labor that's what i feel because if these people see that okay these people that have raped other people it's see what they are going through it's not funny it's not a joke the government is being serious people are being serious This thing will reduce. Uh, Talking about the solution, like you gave capital punishment, that's on the part of the government. I want to advise we Nigerians, just people living, average people living in their houses, on their streets, in their estates. I feel we should imbibe or we should re- Uh, rediscover our African roots as Africans we are a people of community we are people who band together Mm. when it's time for it and then what I like to know we see these traits in African Americans when there is time of crisis they all band together to fight against you know they're like antibodies they come together and fight fight against the bad thing that's going on I feel like now we should uh, come together as a community Mm. now is not the time to live in your flat and pretend like your neighbours don't exist now is not the time to drive into your apartment and forget that everybody around on the street exists. I must say go around greeting people in their houses, but it's oh good morning. Oh Hi. good morning. Hi, how are you? Good morning today Good morning tomorrow Next tomorrow you could do uh, Or the day after tomorrow You could go uh, Hi how you doing Oh I didn't see you yesterday Are you okay The following day You could go Oh can we carpool I noticed your children Go to the same school As my children Can we carpool You know There are a lot of things That you could do To start to build a relationship Because whether like it or not Some people don't even Have the opportunity To observe their children To even find out If they're they are being the Sexually assaulted So you as a person Especially you as a person Who has been educated Or you as a person who's, Who knows the signs of certain things. If the child is being neglected, if the child is being sexually assaulted, you can observe this child and then try to intervene. You could call the parents aside. Some parents are oblivious. Some parents mm. don't even know anything that is going on. So as a person, especially really a person who has the power of information please let us try and watch our neighbors let's try to make sure that and if, i'm pretty sure that if rapists know that this child is not being unattended uh this child is not neglected rather right? this child knows has people who, is watch, who are watching over him or her that rapist would want to tread softly because your actions will be caught we hear a lot of stories of how rape uh the rape goes on for years because nobody ever noticed and then when the child even says oh mommy somebody touched me somebody the mother say, goes oh, oh don't quiet. that how can i say it? it's impossible your uncle can't do that to you yeah. you understand so if you as a person who has um, this knowledge you don't watch your neighbors let's do this watch neighbors watch neighbors thing and build a community against rape against domestic violence against any form of abuse whatsoever yes. now moving from the actual serious cases to something that is really ridiculous and I feel shouldn't even exist is talking about twitter rape cases Oh Twitter god. rape cases in case you don't know in case you 're not on social media is when uh two a co- uh, couple rather two co- uh, oh my god when a couple um a break up or the relationship comes to an end and then the female a uh, member of the former couple goes out or uh, comes on social media to say that her boyfriend or her fiance her or whoever her partner uh has been or had been sexually assaulting her emotionally it's assaulting her the person has been physically abusive to her you know they, they, it's been a trend it's been happening I, i'm pretty sure i know of five couples on social media especially twitter that uh, this has actually happened to, and a lot of these guys eventually end up taking legal actions against the ladies because this is a de- uh, defamation of character. Yes. Uh, they, these are really strong allegations. For me, these these claims are really annoying to me. They are really, really annoying because, okay, first of all, I'm going to talk about the fact that every time I see these claims, you know, these couples, many a times they are popular couples. So when we see them online, they have people like us screaming, God, where well, no. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> come online and then you see, you find out that because they've broken up, You know, the woman comes out and she says, Oh, he was abusive. So you didn't know he was abusive when you were posting leave me chilling in Bill's house. Or, um, your bae's not like my bae. Can your bae be like my bae? You know, can't touch this. A whole bunch of captions they always post with their pictures making the rest of us jealous and sad sometimes. But, like, I feel it is really annoying because these people... One, these are really strong allegations. It can ruin somebody's yeah, life. Yeah, malicious and wicked. Yes. Two, you take the attention off the important people, of the people that are actually going through these things. Because when these girls, when these allegations become so much, they become so plenty, the people that are now going through these things, if, if especially if it's now someone that is famous on, you know, Twitter, the person comes out and says, Oh. i was was going going through through so and so people like oh yeah it's just one of those twitter cases it's not real you know she's not in real life because people have faked this thing so much and for god's sake please please just stop stop think about the other people that are that are going through these things it's not it's not it's not even funny the fact that people even go to that extent to establish the fact or ruin their um other half it is it is I don't don't even know what you'll be going through to think Uh, about that kind of thing. Personally, I have... Okay, so I have two brothers... And I know for a fact that they are good men. Mm. They don't, because uh, they, 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 they treat us right. We, their sisters, and especially my mom, they treat them right. Even though we annoy so, them. Even though, yeah. A lot. That, <laughs> even though we annoy them. But then I can't imagine my mm. brother having to face that. And that is one thing that is repulsive about my gender. Now, I know as women, we are passionate. Yes. We love with all our hearts, we love with everything we have, especially yes. when we think that's the right person. But then the fact that you love that person so much and you are so hurt by the person, especially if the person ends up cheating on you Mm. or breaking your trust. I know it can be painful, honey. But then going uh, out on social media to um, make fake rape allegations against that person, first of all, it diminishes you. People begin to see you as a liar. People take your word as false even if even eventually maybe you go through something or you're trying to express the truth about something people go oh, that's, that's the girl that did the rape thing i mean she's a liar don't let's not believe her you understand and there is injury NGO, the injuries are actually on twitter uh, that are actually looking for rape cases that they can help these ladies or, or males because there's some males who actually end up being raped mm-hmm. but then help these people um, uh, get a, a better mental health uh, help uh, with their physical health make sure that uh, it's really for the ladies they don't have it's really people who don't want to eventually uh, uh, have babies from that particular incident they give them the morning after pill you know things like that yeah. they're, they're individuals who are there trying to educate people about how to prevent uh, really? rape cases from happening and then you come on social media and distract these people's efforts because they eventually want to we want to prioritize you because you're a popular person to so get their names out there so you know okay fine i'm an NGO i'm trying to help free cases and we found out that you're a liar and i mean come on like ugh, do you take me for a joke so uh, i just want to say for every male out there who has been uh falsely accused of sexually harassing a woman and it's not a tool for uh it's not a tool for you to threaten your man to stay in a relationship with you because i know i've seen cases of a man saying that he's tried to leave her a lot in a lot of times or multiple times but then she keeps saying oh i'll go on social media and say you're a rapist that is that is that is disgusting that is and that is a that is a situation where i am ashamed of my gender i really am but then if your partner is really abusive. If he really sexually assaults you, because whether whether or not we're in a relationship, as long as I do not give consent, it is rape. It is. I don't care if we've been together for 50 years. As long as I don't tell you, okay, fine, let's do this. It is rape. It has to, to be your opinion? Mutual. Yes, it has to be mutual. So you can't say, "Oh, sh- I'll start off and then she would eventually like it after I know her, I know all her, you know, her, her- points and <laughs> I know how to make her feel good." I her don't want button. to do Once this. I push her mumu button. It's going to. You understand? So to, as long as I don't want to work. do this, as long as I don't want to do this, then um, it's rape. So please, as a as a, as a man out there, if you. Or, uh if you have been falsely accused of this. I don't want to know if the person is your mother. I don't want to know if this person is your sister. I don't want to know who this person is. You should take legal ac- action against that person because that person has done um, something to you and deprived you of a particular right and that is uh the right to uh, uh, engagement and you know because people want to see you and people want to like shun you because i mean that guy's the, a uh, rapist he's he's the rapist he's a twitter so it is very important that you take legal action and vindicate yourself from this particular claim uh, to round things up because we've like we've been talking for a while to round things up so on the, to going. round this up on the podcast we just want to encourage everybody out there, who has enough, or who, who has uh, more than their actual meal, they're about to take to share what they have with people around them. There was a yeah. sad case that happened um, uh, in my house. Uh, two uh, two children, two preteens or teenager and a preteen, uh, came into my house or came into our house um, last week. A 14-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy. They had been walking for hours, going door to door in the rain going down to door, begging for meals and let me tell you this for walking for hours before it got to our place nobody had given them anything anything. and i understand that people are going through a lot but i mean come on god that provided that meal you're eating that day will definitely provide what you will eat the next as long as you have enough to give out. I mean you have okay for example if you have rice, maybe you have one pint of rice left. You could just give a derika of it. Yeah. You could just give a derica of your beans. If Even if it's garlic something... and sugar, like just give something out to people. Water just help like you can't just turn a blind eye I'm amazed at how people could just turn a blind eye to those two children the girl is 14 the boy is 12 you could see that the boy was hungry he was dejected he was he tired so tired yes he was wet in the rain and you see that kind of child walking to your companions is like please give me food mm-hmm you can help, you can help in whatever way, whatever way you can help somebody, please just extend the helping hand, and on that note, we will be finishing today, thank you beautiful people for joining us, it has been an awesome privilege, so we want to say God bless you, and peace out.